From Hedges Pictures and Sedgley Films comes a six-episode web series featuring tales of horror surrounding Louisiana's haunted past. Some people don't want to share their stories, Doctor. Requiems. See it online at HedgesPictures.com every Friday starting October 17th. You're listening to the awesome Podcast Network. It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Revisited is back. Happy, happy Halloween. 80s Revisited. 80s Revisited is back. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> Once was enough. Yeah. And welcome back to our Halloween horror hootenanny of terror as we now dive headfirst into our third part three of our third Halloween horror hootenanny of terror. Yes. In case you didn't see the end of last episode or recognize the very annoying jingle from the beginning of this one, it's Halloween 3. Season of the Witch, which is also the name of a song by Donovan. Actually, a very good song. Oh, or a catchy we'll play song. play it later. Maybe, man. We'll get stoned and on some <laughs> Delaware Punch and listen to some oh, Donovan, gosh. some psychedelic music. But mm-hmm. uh, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, released October 22nd, 1982. IMDb says it's a 4.4. Rotten Tomatoes, 33% critics, 24% audience. So below passing marks for uh, the third entry in the Halloween series. Uh, the budget was 2.5 estimated. However, opening 6.3, roughly tripled its money, uh, almost tripled its money, I should say. Uh, domestically, 14.4. So it made its money, made a significant, it made 12 million dollars, roughly. Uh, and that's again, that's just domestic. I couldn't find any worldwide numbers or rental numbers, et cetera, et cetera. So, needless to say, it made some money, despite not having anything to do with Michael Myers. Hmm. Which we'll get into after the who, what, when, where, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it was directed and written by Tommy Lee Wallace, who also uh, directed Fright Night 2. And more importantly, It. Uh, starring 80s alum, uh, revisited alumni, Tom Atkins uh, as Dr. Daniel Chalice, a uh, registered uh, sexual, not offender, right. but... Uh, <laughs> of course, I mean, he, every woman in this movie, this dude's touching her ass or coming on to him every... every Step of the way. I mean, granted, after you see how his wife is, you mm-hmm. kind of can't blame the guy because his wife's a real bitch who's also played by PJ Souls. Not PJ Souls. Uh, I don't forgot her name from uh, Halloween. From the original? Yeah. Oh, I can see your face. PJ Souls is the one that's naked in the first Halloween. You know, see anything you like? That chick. Uh, let me see. Uh, what's her name? Nancy Loomis. Nancy Loomis. Yeah, that's, that's the one I was thinking of. PJ Souls is the naked one. Nancy Loomis is the one that doesn't get naked. She gets strangled in the car. Ah. By, uh, Adult Michael Myers, who is not in Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, or the Nicolas Cage film called Season of the Witch. Although that would have made it exceptionally better if Nicolas Cage was battling Michael Myers that would have been in epic. the medieval world. <laughs> that would have, I would have seen it twice. And <laughs> I, I, I regrettably saw that in the theater. Uh, 
Some friends were really? going. Some friends were going because it was something was shot or some effect shots were done here in Louisiana. So it was like, let's go support Baton Rouge film. I'm like, sure. I like Nicolas Cage. Uh, that movie with you know, Nicolas Cage and Ron Perlman are crusaders. And they have the same accents they have in real life. Oh my gosh. And there's a witch. Let's not even try. It was it's it's one of, it's so bad it's it's actually it's so bad it's not good, but it's so bad it's worth watching one time. If you want to, if you want to watch the best Nicolas Cage movie, we're on the subject of the great one. I know this one, yes. Wicker Man. Yes, absolutely. It's the perfect the season. It's the season of the witch, but watch the Wicker Man because <laughs> the bees, the bees, not the bees. Oh God! If you want to see Nicolas Cage dressed as a bear punch out women, go watch. You can watch the, the highlights Man. on YouTube. Yeah, in fact, it's like five, a seven minute highlight reel of like the best parts because it's so hilarious. Look at them in front of that screen. Yeah, we're yeah. just watching some little clips of, or trailer two of the season of The Witch starring Nicolas Cage, and that's not the one we're talking about, because no. there really won't be much to talk about, because it would divulge into a uh, topic about The Wicker Man, and how awesomely bad that movie is. Yeah. Wow. I mean, would they really think, like, we got this really, like, dark, gothic, crusader movie. Who, who should we get? Oh, we can get Cage. Cage would do anything. That's true. Get him. You know, it's like, we can't get anyone for this. Who can we get? Cage. You can always Cage. will do it. I'm just Cage waiting. will do it. I think that was the hound they just showed, too. Oh. From a game. Maybe. I don't know. It kind of looked like him. Because I didn't even realize he was the silent dude from uh, Hot Fuzz until me and Autumn watched the Cornetto trilogy. You know, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and uh, World's End. Yeah. And uh, I didn't realize he was the, the big, tall... Not mentally there, dude from Hot Fuzz, but that's the hound from Game of Thrones. Hmm. So when you see, when you give an actor who just has one line in a movie an actual chance to act, he creates a really interesting character, as in <laughs> Game of Thrones. Nicholas but, uh, Cage should try that. <laughs> I think he did it once, <laughs> and he didn't get an Oscar nomination for it. But uh, anyway, uh, Stacey Nelkin was Ellie. She was in a ton of TV, a lot of 80s classic TV, such as A-Team, Fall Guy, Simon & Simon. Uh, another veteran of the podcast, Dan O'Harley, was Cochrane, the villain of the piece. Uh, of course, he was the old man in RoboCop, and more importantly, he was the alien co-pilot in uh, Last Starfighter, which I didn't even know that was him until we actually covered that that one on the podcast. I was like, holy shit, I knew that dude was familiar. Uh, Dick Warlock, mm. that's not some sort of sexual mystic. <laughs> it's an actual man's name. <laughs> uh, you got a cool last name like Warlock, and your parents name you, you know, Richard. Of course, you know, Richard. You go by Dick when you're Richard. Richard. So you're like, your name is Dick Warlock. (laughs) I am Dick Warlock. I don't know if it's a cool name or like, you know. I think it's a cool name. It should be like, whoa. I think it's a billboard. Don't pull out your your wand, Dick. (laughs) Uh, What's the alternative? Richard Warlock. So Richard Warlock. Yeah, it's boring. What's what's another cool angle they could have went with? Uh, Epic, (laughs) maybe. Uh, what's What's a Warcraft? What a Warcraft race. Elvin, oh, Elvin, Elvin Warlock. Warlock. <laughs> He'd have been ahead of the Elvin. time in 82. My name is Orc. Orc, Orc Warlock. Warlock. <laughs> that would work. 60. <laughs> but in this film, he was the assassin. But I mentioned his name because in the previous Halloween, part two, he actually played the shape, a.k.a. Michael Myers. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was in this film, strangely enough, uncredited. She was the announcer of the curfew. I mean, they're like... The curfew begins at 8 p.m. or whatever time mm-hmm. in the movie. That was actually the lovely Jamie Lee herself. So a lot of little throwbacks, in a sense, to uh, previous entries in the Halloween franchise. Now onto the meat of this movie. 
Now, of course, you, in, in 1982, you've had Halloween 1, Halloween 2. You've had Friday the 13th Part 1, Friday the 13th Part 2. I think Part 3, which we covered last time, I'm not, I don't have my notes in front of me. I, I think that came out either right before or shortly after this one. Yeah. But uh, because, and at this point in time, there was no Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, slashers were still, this is the infancy of the 80s slasher. Right. John Carpenter always had the vision of Halloween of if it became a franchise to make it almost episodic, like uh, kind of like how True Detective is. You know, each season is a different story. It's not going to be the same people. Like each movie, it would be a different story related to the holiday, mm-hmm. which is actually really cool. I mean, like that's because what better holiday to make a horror movie about about strange things happening than Halloween? Halloween. Yeah. So of course, Halloween one's a blockbuster, independent success. Uh, so, well, we got, you know, and of course the ending, the greatest, in, one of the greatest endings of all time in the original Halloween. Oh, what's, you left it open for a sequel, John. We're making a sequel. Yeah. Of course, uh, Carpenter wrote part two and uh, added a few scenes as they were shooting. Uh, he never directed another Halloween. But I do believe that he was a producer on this one because it was finally kind of achieving his vision of what the series should be. Yeah. But uh, after... Before we get into like our opinions of the movie, but as we mentioned before, it domestically grossed fourteen point four million in nineteen eighty two dollars on a budget of two point five, still a success. But at the same time, in the same time frame, I should say, Friday the Thirteenth comes out, and now and and like we talked about last week, Jason gets his hockey mask, and then it's off. It's off to the races after that with these sequels. Wow. Although, yeah, no kidding. Strangely enough. We do not see another Halloween until, I think, 80, 88 with uh, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. So not for six years does Michael Myers return. And then when he comes back, then you have uh, you have Return, Revenge. And it's then all about him. The Curse. Yeah, The Curse. And then, of course, like, oh, we're kind of running to the ground. <laughs> they miss the slasher train. So then they do the, the, you know, arguably the best sequel aside from part two, Halloween H2O, 20 years later. Bring back Jamie Lee. Halloween None- Water. <laughs> <laughs> this wa- don't drink the water. H two O. The water has a Michael Myers mask. <laughs> it's always wet. Like get away. It appears where they're not looking. A weird title though. I mean, I get it because it's twenty years later, but I think it, they just thought it sounded catchy. It's like, and let's just jump to it. Jump to twenty. And the thing about H two O is the that nothing. None of the other sequels have happened. One and two. H two O. H two O is basically th- the real three. Like, if you were watching hmm. these and you wanted the story of Michael Myers, you would actually watch, or like, you know, sort of the core story, so to speak. You'd watch 1, 2, and then H2O. Now, Resurrection picks up after the end of H2O, but it is the worst, <laughs> which I'm spoiling the little thing we do at the end of these about the uh, best and worst. But uh, right. there's, there's no surprise that in the Halloween franchise, <laughs> Resurrection is the worst. Michael Myers gets his ass kicked by Busta Rhymes. I've heard stories. Enough said. <laughs> and oh, it's, you know, this is, let's see, it came out, uh, go back, I'm sorry, real uh-huh. quick, just to get the year. Uh, Resurrection came out in 2002. Reality TV was the biggest craze, so Michael Myers is still alive. He killed, now the most important thing about the movie is he actually finally kills Jamie Lee Curtis. So according to the canon, he's killed all of his family. What else is he going to do? Well, he goes right. back to his house, which coincidentally, they're filming a reality TV show about staying in the haunted Myers house, and he comes home. Yeah, and there's a really great, and I say great, you know, tongue in cheek kill where he picks up the camera on the tripod, so you're seeing first person Michael Myers stalk through a house with a tripod, and impales a girl with it. So it's it's one of those you watch. It's one of those horror sequels you watch one time, and you skip it. You never watch it again. 
unlike a lot of the Friday the 13th, whoops, and Nightmare sequels, in my opinion, where even the bad ones, hmm. you can kind of watch them again and get some enjoyment out of it. But uh, back to the main uh, main uh, <laughs> series at hand being Halloween. Uh, after this one, after part three, they're like, wait, you know, Jason's back in, in Friday the 13th 3. We know they're making another one. Although they waited six years, mm-hmm. which is why you get Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers. Because, oh, bring back the slasher. That And by the time that one came out, I think Friday the 13th was on 6 or 7. Wow. By, uh, oh, let's see, return was 88. Yeah, that'd be on at least, uh, maybe in production for 7. Uh, Friday the 13th Part 7 by then. And then you also had at least uh, Nightmare 4, I want to say at least. Maybe even 5 was out by then. Yeah, let's see. 88, so sometime in 80. Yeah, I mean, it, it was at least in production around Pretty the close, time. Yeah. So, you know, Halloween's hit number four, while well, Friday 13th on, is on seven. Nightmare would be on at least five Jeez. of the big three. I mean, we talk about sequels nowadays. Yeah. Like, but, that's crazy that they were getting and, that high. And right again, now. not to sound like a hypocrite to all the people who are, are loyal listeners who hear me bitch about Saw, every Saw that comes out, I'm sorry, Saws are terrible. <laughs> There's there, And I'm not, I'm not justifying any of the Halloween sequels or any of the Friday 13th or any of the Night on Elm Street, but I, I've seen every Saw movie. And I don't say that like, oh, yeah, I've, you know, I've seen them all. Like, I, I honestly don't know what the fuck's happening in those movies because people <laughs> are dying and they come back like, oh, no, I, I didn't die. I, was, I got out of the trap, even though it showed these people die. I didn't realize there were that many. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's... The only like, names are in the first one. Oh, actually, 3D, he came back, huh? Yeah, that, and that's the thing, because he yeah. died. Carrie Ells comes back in Saw 3D, but he's dead. They show his body in one of the other sequels. It's like uh, they now. Oh, Danny Glover made his way in there too. I wonder if there was a, a couple of them. There had to be a flashback or something. Yeah, I imagine so. Because I will never watch those again. Uh, <laughs> again, I'm not gonna lie. Like we mentioned before, the first one, I think badly acted, but great. You know, I didn't see the end coming. You got mm. me. You know, great ending. The dude's on the floor the entire time. Spoiler. <laughs> you know, awesome. I but now, but now it. let's see. They're on six. Seven, so seven, seven saws. Now, Grant. Now look at this. Between 2004 and 2010, every year, six years, seven saw movies. Even Four, even five, the six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Even Friday Thirteenth didn't make it. You know, it took ten years to get seven, or eight years, excuse me, to get seven. So what at budget, least one million bucks. Well, I mean, Good look what it, look what it made. I know I mean, it, it that and I don't have the. Well, it does have the budget. The the profits off the first movie funded every single other movie. Okay, look, here we go. It's actually broken down. The total budget for all the Saw movies was estimated at $64 million. The first one made 103 Right. And then every subsequent one made at least $100 million with the exception of six, which was actually, uh, let's see, five made 113 six then made 68 Drop, obvi- you know, uh-oh, that's an obvious sign. Yeah. It's it's done. Let's do our uh, last chapter. You know, and then, of course, and 3D craze, and, you know, it's kind of kicked off a few years ago, 2010, Saw 3D, $136 and it's, it's the final chapter. They haven't made one yet, another one yet. But pff, who knows? It, you know, I mean, the and Jigsaw is a villain. I mean, you know, he's. It's a different Saw is a different uh, slasher movie in a sense. The reason I don't like Saw is it's all about the traps. And right. there, now again, I'm not saying the story of Friday the Thirteenth makes sense. How in Part Three, his dead mother with her head still attached jumps out of the lake and grabs a girl. I'm not saying it makes sense, but it actually makes more sense than the Saw movies. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And I mean, honestly, Saw was catching on the whole torture porn. I mean, uh, wait, was that the word I'm thinking of with hostile and all that? Was that the buzzword? Yeah, torture porn. Yeah, you know, like, and I mean, the effects are great, but it's just like it became 
let's grow. How can we make more disgusting things happen in that franchise? Which is why I don't care for it. Most successful horror franchise, according to the Guinness Book of World Records. Of course, they're giving out these world records like crazy now. Yeah, like, oh, this person (laughs) picked his nose the longest. Here's your world record. And actually, I had a surprise for next week where I was trying, I had, I saw an infographic of all the horror franchises and Mm -hmm. like the grosses. The problem was the print was so small, I couldn't read the damn numbers. (laughs) So I I don't have that information. I actually tried to find a higher resolution one of it, Mm -hmm. but I got something better. For next week. So tune in next week for the better alternative ah. to that. But anyway, big tangent, but back to Halloween 3. So after they realized this one didn't make as much money, they're cranking out these Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street sequels. We got to bring back the slasher. We got to bring back the man, Michael Myers. That's why in part four, you have the return of Michael Myers. Now, Michael Myers does appear in Halloween 3, but it's because that's part of the horathon. Yeah. Upon which, within which, I should say, the Silver Shamrock commercial will actually air and thus kill all the kids wearing the Silver Shamrock masks. Mm. Again, spoilers if you ain't seen Halloween 3, which I'm not going to blame <laughs> you if you haven't. Uh, based on IMDb, you know, when if someone's just like, oh, Halloween 3, IMDb 4.4, Rotten Tomatoes 33, 24% <coughs> audience, as we mentioned earlier. Avoid, avoid. Yeah, like, I'm not even going to waste <laughs> my time with this. Yeah. But I must say, as a kid, I never liked this movie just because it was like, I'd rather watch Jason kill some people. Right. Or Freddy or, you know, Michael Myers in the first two. Uh, so I never really liked this one. But honestly, watching this movie as an adult, it's a great, I use the term in quotation marks, great horror movie. Hmm. Let, me, let me phrase that since you can't see me do air quotes. It's a pretty <laughs> decent horror movie for yeah. the time. Very original. It just shouldn't have that Halloween in front of it. They should have just released Season, Season of, of the, the Witch. Witch. And then Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! They should. <laughs> I, if I, the lottery here is 110 million, right. if I win the lottery, <laughs> m- I, this is on record. I will remake this movie <laughs> with Nicolas Cage and Ron Perlman. Wow! And actually, they will play every role. Yeah, and it will be the greatest cinematic, cinematic, cinematic masterpiece. Cinematic, cinematic <laughs> of all time. Mark my words, I will spend all that lottery money to make the worst movie ever made. I don't think <laughs> I'll take su- all. You know, I mean, I probably Just get Cage for a million, Perlman we'll for produce it like we do normally. <laughs> Very no Plus budget. badass sets, though. Yeah, badass <laughs> sets, but no budget on the production side. With some of those face-off contestants, like, hey, come do this makeup. Here's like yeah, 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> All that kind of stuff. You but, were like, what, seventh place? Yeah, we yeah, can we, afford you. I liked your work, though. You did some good work. Yeah. The judges just didn't like you, but you're, you're pretty good. Uh, that's actually on tonight. It's getting down to the wire on this current season. But anyway, uh, yeah, watching this movie recently, and I've, I've seen it a couple times as an adult, because mm-hmm. I, like, like I said, I never liked it as a kid. Just like, it's boring as, to, as a kid. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's it's cheesy, it's how they tie in the occult aspect to it is it's an 80s movie. It's an 80s plot point. Mm-hmm. But it's still when that kid's watching that commercial and its head disintegrates and bugs and snakes come out of this kid's head, it's pretty fucked up. Mm. And it's not scary, but it's like, Ugh. you know, like that's yeah. that's fucked up. That's more fucked up than, you know, having to lay in dead pigs and saw that till they fill up a thing to stop a trap. Right. To me is watching a child and the plot of this movie this is a dark fucking movie. It involves this old dude killing every child in America. That's the villains. You know, Michael Myers is just killing, you know, 15, 16 people a shot. Same thing with Jason. This dude wants to kill every child that buys his mask. So 
That's wow. you know that's pretty you know it's the same it's the same situation with Nightmare on Elm Street when you really think about it, you, you know you, you root for Freddy, but by the way you're rooting for a child molester slash killer. Yeah, <laughs> just to remind you. Uh, and a good example, I had to go watch that movie Hard Candy. Yeah, and then and then like then apply like a Freddy Krueger dynamic to that and see how you feel after you watch that movie. <laughs> you want to get disturbed? Go watch that fucking movie, and like you will not movie. thank me afterwards. I like the movie because it was. Uh... I've never been on a ride like that. Like in a movie, yeah, and I, and I appreciate that. It's like in the house the but whole time. I will never watch that that movie again. <laughs> but that's a testament to how I, I mean, would love to make a movie that made feel someone feel that way. No shit. Like <laughs> I mean, I'll be. I've seen all these horror movies. Uh, you know, I've I've gone to look at like, oh, what are the ten most disturbing movies of all time? Like, you know, what 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 do people think is fucked up? Right. In a in a general consistent consistent consensus. You know, Cannibal Holocaust, Last House on the Left. You know, the the, the standard disturbing movies. I'm like right. watching, like, eh, like I can see why. You know, a dude gets his dick cut off. Yeah, that's the. You know, you don't see that every day. Right, but it's like, but everyone thinks that's fucked yeah, up. yeah. But then I wa- I think I told the story before when Daniel was here because I watched Hard Candy and I like I didn't know how to feel after watching that movie. <laughs> and I'm not going to spoil it because if you haven't seen it, it is the season to see that movie because you. Send your thoughts, AsiaVisit at gmail.com. Yeah. And in fact, go to AustinPods.com, click on the Amazon link, and go rent it or buy it. You might want to rent it first, because I don't think you're going to watch it again. I'd probably uh, watch it again. I mean, I would watch it like with somebody who hasn't seen it. Right. You know, but I want like, I feel like watching Hard Candy today. But I mean, from a technical standpoint, it was really well done. Yeah. Like, and I mean, I think every aspect of the filmmaking process for that movie, because right. when, when, when me and you watch a movie, it's different than when like our wives watch a movie. True. We're looking at different things. We're paying attention to different things. We're noticing things that normal, and I don't mean this in any kind of cocky way. I mean, just because <laughs> when you make your own films and participate in helping friends out make their own films and all that kind of stuff, you there's wow. different things that you see. Hard candy budget was under a million bucks. Wow. So, and that I mean, was probably mainly for, but not even for the actors at that time, because it was... Probably uh, for production. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. The house rental and all that stuff. Yeah. Probably mainly just simply for the equipment and all that. Because, uh, of course, at that time, Ellen Page and Patrick Wilson weren't the names they are now. I think yeah. Ellen Page was getting there, but Patrick Wilson, definitely not. Yeah, I mean, this was pre-Night Owl and yeah, all, yeah. You know, all that. Well, maybe after Phantom of the Opera. 2005, well, That was the first thing Ellen I remember Page. in there was Phantom of the Opera. I mean, yeah, Ellen Page. Ellen Page. When was Juno? Let's 2007, see. so this is before Juno, before yeah. X-Men, yeah, which is so. the first thing I remember her in. So yeah, she wasn't a much then. Yeah, I mean, so she was basically not a name. Oh, me either. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was kind of her first thing there. Yeah, but they are SAG actors, so they had to pay like a SAG rate for them. But I mean, so under a million dollars, and you know, again, it's it honestly like what I was getting at was I've seen a lot of fucked up movies. Right. Oh, he had done Phantom of the Opera. Oh, okay. He was. I was right after it then. That was because that was the first thing I remember him in. Yeah, me too. And then uh. And see, and, and, and matter of fact, his movie, his next movie after Hard Candy was Little Children, <laughs> which is another, it's a good movie, but it's fucked up. You know, it's, it's not Hard Candy. It's like, okay, watch Hard Candy, then watch Little Children. You know, it's not, it's not as fucked up, but mm. it's, there's like still some like, you're just like, that's fucked up. <laughs> and strangely, and funnily enough, he plays with Jackie Earl Haley in Little Children, and they both go on to be best friends, so to speak, in Watchmen as Haley plays uh, right, Rorschach and Wilson plays Night Owl. Hmm. So it, I'm sure that was pretty funny to them. How oh we tore together again. <laughs> Any little children in this one? 
<laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Hard Candy Wolf is fucked up. That's to, honestly, I think it's the most disturbing movie I've ever seen. It's the only movie that really like made me question, like just. And here you go on the trailer. Absolutely terrifying. Once it lands its hooks in you, there's no tearing away. That's pretty fucking accurate. <laughs> and wow. I don't remember it getting it to me that much. I was just like, yeah. Well, okay. Now we're going to talk about little spoilers real quick or stuff that if you haven't seen and you want to see it and you want to be preserved, just skip a minute ahead. Or if you want to stay in the 80s, skip ahead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, the thing, here's what made it disturbing to me like afterwards because mm-hmm. my allegiance shifts. Yeah. Oh. Every right. time something's happening, like, oh, she's, this girl is, I hate this fucking girl. Kill this girl. She's so fucking annoying. <laughs> Why is she doing this to this dude? And then, oh, wait, no. She's right. Wait a second. No, he's, no. So the whole time I'm changing. I don't changing, think I ever shifted. <laughs> I did. Like I was like, that's fucked up what she's doing. And then like, oh, it, no, huh. it's funny what you can do with some ice and a videotape. Yeah. You know, and it's like, that's fucked up. And then it's like, I don't know if he's if she's got the right dude or not. The whole time I'm like questioning it. Like right. I felt sorry for him at some points and then sorry for her at some points. And it's like the end. And you're like, I was just like. Fuck. <laughs> but anyway, okay. I feel awful. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, like Daniel came home after a date, or him and Andrea went out to eat or something. He's like, I'm sitting there, like you know, just turn, like just turn it off, just kind of staring at the screen, like processing, like <laughs> what my opinion. He's like, he comes in, he's like, dude, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I just watched Hard Candy. <laughs> so. Just going through something. Right now. <laughs> Don't talk to me right now. I need to. I need to think. I need a. I need a Venn diagram. Quick, give me some paper. But anyway. Wow. Uh, my thoughts on Halloween 3 as an adult I actually don't find it a bad movie at least not to say it's a 4.4 or you know 24% I think there are aye, aye. it's not a good <laughs> movie but it's not bottom of the you know to me like when someone says oh it's a 24% like oh this must be bad not mm-hmm. even bad good but to me it's entertaining you know again it's not something I would watch every year I watch Halloween 4 over it or any of the Michael Myers ones except Resurrection or the Rob Zombie remakes over it uh there are better ones out there, but as an adult, I, I don't see. I can understand why people dislike it. They're going in to see Halloween three. They're expecting Michael Myers to pop out at some point and do something, and he doesn't. Hmm. But anyway, uh, if you haven't seen, you always kind of oh Michael Myers ain't in it. I don't want to see it. Give it a watch. Just give it one watch. At least that way, then you can say you have probably seen all the all the Halloweens. Yeah. Uh, although a lot of people don't consider it part of the Halloweens because. He's not in it. But it technically is, so you need to see it. It's in the new box set that came out. So officially, it you have to see it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you haven't seen all of them. But anyway, uh, kind of going on with the trivia, or onto the trivia, like I mentioned before, Michael Myers supposedly, quote-unquote, died at the end of Halloween 2. Uh, and the plan was by John Carpenter was to make a new Halloween movie each year, each telling a different Halloween-related story. But after this movie, like we said, underperformed the box office. Gotta get Mike back. Yep. He's on SNL right now. We got to get him off SNL and off this Wayne's World kick, and you got to get him back in these horror movies. Sure. <laughs> As if. <laughs> you think they'll do that again? Because, I mean, they've restarted the franchise. I hope so. Like, you want Wayne's World, right? No, or, talking oh, you know, about Halloween. Oh, with, oh, well, the big thing is, I keep hearing, like, mentioned or so, just, or the, is like the next Halloween, the Halloween 3 remake 3 is going to be Halloween 3D. Maybe it was Season of the Witch, because it kind of it came well, out in 2011. Oh. That is the, the new Nicolas rule. Cage. That is the new rule. It is season of the witch where Nicolas Cage is was Rob Halloween Zombie's 3. Halloween three. <laughs> so we're just waiting for the return now. Yeah. But the and of course in each of Rob Zombies of he's killed, but he brings him back. But uh Let's see if I can throw that in there. <laughs> I changed it. <on> <laughs> 
Anybody can do I it. I know nothing. Uh, but the small town of San Amir where this movie takes place, strangely enough, or coincidentally enough, is also the fictional setting for Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It's going to make someone angry. <laughs> uh, it took, and there's the one scene in this movie that's just so like, why even bother doing it is when Tom Atkins is, he's tied to a chair and they put a mask on him to watch the commercial. So naturally his head explodes into snakes and insects mm. and he gets the mask off. And then he, he, th- there's a security camera in the corner. He throws the mask and it lands on the security camera, thus obscuring the view of the person watching it, even though it lands on there like a mannequin head. So mm-hmm. the camera would be staring right out the goddamn eye holes. <laughs> Technically, right. just saying. But anyway, that it took them 40 takes to get that. Thus, if you're myth-busting it, could someone throw a mask on a security camera to block it? It's busted. Well, no, it has to be plausible. Because plausible, yeah. you have a 1 in 40 chance of doing it. Those are Tom <laughs> Atkins' odds. Uh, the jingle for Silver Shamrock, you know, theme our nature, Halloween, Halloween, is actually the tune to London Bridge. Yeah, and they use that because... Public domain. I ain't got to pay cash to anybody for it. Uh, Cochran, uh, the villain, main villain, of course, says he based his plan on the ancient holiday of Samhain. Uh, if you remember in Halloween 2, Michael Myers breaks into a school and scrawls the word Samhain on a classroom wall. And then Donald Pledge's like, ah, the festival of Samhain. It's Halloween. He came home. Hmm. Uh, so that, you know, it seems like that might have been a recurring theme they might have been going for had they done the episodic type film you make it kind of back to druids and stuff and the cult cult quote unquote cult holiday of sam hain uh, the body count for this one a measly nine in the movie however we don't know how many kids were watching that broadcast when it went mm. off in the end spoilers it went off in the end <laughs> so we're gonna call this body count nine plus countless children countless. all over the world so i mean it's not gonna be close to alderaan but it's these are kids well, of course, Alderaan, we don't know the population, <laughs> but there were kids on Alderaan. But right. they just, you know, boom, they're gone. These kids' heads disintegrated and poisonous snakes and insects killed and their parents. parents. had to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta clean this shit up! <laughs> yeah. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, as far as the score goes, I'm not, like, you might, you might have guessed, I'm, I'm kind of a little positive on it, and it could be because it's so hated or just being an adult, but I'd say it's like a 6.5, which... It's a decent horror movie. It's a decent 80s horror movie, uh, to re- repeat what I said earlier. Mm. So, again, if you haven't seen it, it's worth checking out. It's worth revisiting. Uh, if you saw it a long time ago and you had, don't have a good memory of it, it's Halloween. You know, you, you got to watch a movie, a Halloween movie every day, every night for the month of October. I mean, otherwise, you're not a true horror movie fan. So, you could do a lot worse than to pop in Halloween 3 and refresh your memory on it, so to speak. Uh, and in the real world, this released October 22nd. Did you do it? This is the reason why you shouldn't believe anything on Wikipedia. <laughs> you can check it right now. It is 739 on October 21st, and Nicolas Cage's Season of the Witch is officially Rob Zombie's Halloween 3. Yeah. That's I love sad. you, Jesse. That's so amazing. <laughs> Courtesy of the Awesome Podcast Network for the go. Banksy of Wikipedia. Yeah, but... Such an art piece. I love what he's Jennifer. done with this list. <laughs> uh, in the real world, October 22nd, 1982. October 19th, three days before Halloween 3 terrorized theaters. None other than John DeLorean, the creator of the DeLorean, is arrested for selling cocaine to over- undercover H- FBI agents. But he's found not guilty due to entrapment. Mm. Because Catherine Zeta-Jones' ass is so awesome in that movie, he couldn't get convicted. The old entrapment. Mm-hmm. Sean Connery. I mean... 
Oh, gosh. That is so messed up that anonymously you can edit Wikipedia. <laughs> I can't. I, okay, I'll, I'll follow like several horror, or like, you know, like several horror sites like Fangoria and some of the things on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I, I, I would love to see, like, hey, guys, did you see this? <laughs> no, it's coming it's out. not going to. Oh, I messed up one thing. Oh, it's, it's going to be fixed immediately. It's number 10. Yeah, yeah, it's easy enough to fix. But, uh, Back to the Future, of course, for Halloween Horror 11. Month, we're uh, looking at these three main franchises and then going over the best and worst kills in each one. Now, for Halloween, even though we're talking about Part 3 and Mikey isn't in it, we're going to talk about the franchise itself, and the franchise of Halloween is Michael Myers. The top five Michael Myers kills. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, number five, got to go with Halloween 1, where he kills Linda. The totally, totally topless PJ Souls. Uh, it's it's kind of honestly it's the one I think of the most when someone mentions Halloween because this is the one where Michael walks in with the sheet over his head and the boyfriend's glasses on the sheet mm-hmm. to like further illustrate that I'm your boyfriend <laughs> and of course she's sitting there topless filing her nails and then the phone rings and he goes strangles her with the phone cord and he put and it's so funny because then Michael Myers puts the phone to his ear like that motherfucker's gonna say something right, like right. he's like oh I can't talk I can't say anything. Never could. But that's number five. Number four, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. And when it goes to Kelly, Michael Myers is sitting in a chair formerly occupied by a deputy, which he dispatched. And she's, I think, bringing him a drink or some cookies. And he stands up, hits Michael Myers. She's terrified. Takes the shotgun, points it at her. He doesn't pull the trigger. That's not slasher style. No. And he instead takes the shotgun and impales her into the wall and leaves it. Hmm. Uh, number f- f- uh, three... Go to Halloween 2. This is this one, as a kid, was like, ah, oh, man, I wonder if this could really happen. Well, uh, the two, uh, Karen is the victim, one of the victims, and her boyfriend, I don't remember his name, he was the dick, the really big dick, uh, asshole, dick. Dick asshole. Uh, dick. Ambulance guy that kept, like, being rude and saying terrible things to people. But uh, my, my, uh, Michael dispatches him in the background, and then she's out of the jacuzzi. He turns up the heat. So much that it melts her face off. <laughs> and then he just starts shoving her that's in the... that's a thing. He starts shoving her in the jacuzzi, drowning and burning her alive. And of course... If only jacuzzi could get that. And of course, the gratuitous titties every time he picks her up. Right. And puts her back in. Titties! Titties, titties melt. Titties! And her face is all... You know, it's just obviously clumps of latex. Yeah. Meant to be her skin melting off. But nevertheless... Nonetheless, I should say... <laughs> you know, pretty pretty good horror movie kill for 1982. Uh, number four, uh, number four. Uh, actually, if you follow the Halloween franchise in uh, Halloween six, that's when Jamie, the character played in Halloween four and five by the lovely Daniel Harris. Uh, no relation to me, unfortunately. Uh, her character gets killed in a very horrible way. Uh, she just had a baby. She's running from Michael. He finally catches her at a farm, picks her up, and slams her on a corn thresher. Mm. Which, imagine a pitchfork with corkscrews on each thing, and it turns. Throws her on there, and she's like, oh, Michael, why? And he's like, he's, he plays it off really good. He's like, oh, yeah, I love you. You know, I'm sorry, sis. Mm. And then he like puts his hand like he's going to rub her face, and he just pushes her further on it and turns it on. And pretty bad way to go. And she just had a baby. But then Michael can't find the baby. So, mm. Clean up those eardrums, Mike. <laughs> uh, and the number one Michael Myers kill, in my opinion, of course. Sure. I have to go with the... In your own at with, 80s Revisited. That's... With his very first kill as a child. The opening of Halloween 1. One of the greatest 
continuous apostrophe or uh, asterisk shots of all time because it's not continuous. There's two cuts in that shot. But uh, Michael puts on the mask. You see him prowl, you know, getting all this exposition done without so much as a word and in a single shot. You see him going through the house, grab the knife, go upstairs. His sister is topless, combing her hair. Michael! And then stabs her. And, of course, the great shot where he looks at his hand, stabbing her. <laughs> hey, it's nineteen. It's the late 70s. It's independent film. Yeah. Showing the brutality of it. But to me, that's the best Michael Myers kill. And it's also, as far as a masterful director, of course, not necessarily at this time, but John Carpenter such a great director to me, especially, I mean, he, all he does is horror, but he's in sci-fi, sci-fi horror, I should say. But, uh, you know, shades of things that come with him as a director with uh, hmm. the first Halloween and a lot of the shots. I've always, always really liked John Carpenter, although he really doesn't do much anymore. I think he has one new movie coming out soon, which is the first one in a long time. Because he actually got disgusted with the film industry after he did Ghost of Mars, which, yeah. granted, is not his best work. Uh but so he, I think he did since then That's he's funny. done like a couple of TV things and uh, like a direct to DVD movie called The Ward which I've never seen but it's got I think Mrs. Johnny Depp in it I forget her name Amber Heard is that it? Is that who Johnny Depp married recently? Wife? Amber Heard so Amber. can't comment on that I haven't seen it but again like Jesse mentioned send your top five if you agree disagree to agevisit at gmail.com we'll discuss amongst ourselves and with y'all at home listening or in the car wherever you are maybe the bathtub I listen to the bathtub sometimes. I want yeah. those little bop speakers. I listen to all sorts of stuff in the tub now. I just put the phone in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> Works pretty good. <laughs> I needed more sound because I'm going deaf. <laughs> uh, and as I'll, as we did with the Friday 13th Nightmare on Elm Street, I want to tell you my favorite and the worst one, which pretty easy to guess from this episode already, in the Halloween franchise to me, other than the first and not counting remakes. And for me, the best sequel would definitely have to be part two. It picks up right where the first one left off. You got all the same actors, a direct continuation, and until Halloween 4, the actual death of Michael Myers. Even mm. though she's a hell of a shot without looking and shoots him in each eyeball, and that doesn't kill a person. Nevertheless, great sequel to me. Uh, and the worst one would obviously have to be Resurrection, Busta Rhymes versus Michael Myers. Enough <laughs> said, avoid at all costs, unless you've never seen it. Watch it one time, forget it. But as we mentioned before, drop us a line at agevisit.gmail.com. Check us on Facebook at AwesomePods, AwesomePods.com, AwesomePods at Twitter, correct? Same one for Twitter? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't use Twitter, but... At AwesomePods. If you like Twitter, by all means, uh, check out the other podcasts on the Awesome Podcast Network, because the network does not consist of one podcast. That would be very arrogant. There's also <laughs> Geekly Dose, which a recent episode was posted for that. Also, Duo Attack, old episodes of the Jesse Sedgley Podcast, Why Don't You Know This?, and I'm not sure on the status of Republic City Report, because I know those seasons are kind of like big clumps, and then so I'm not sure yeah, if there's... Yeah, they're currently running. Okay. So if you're a Legend of Korra fan, check out Tim Bridgewater on Republic City Report. And another shout-out to our friends over at Now Versus Nostalgia. If you love 80s movies, and you can't get enough of 80s to visit, you listen to every episode twice, the worst, the least, or the best... Uh, fuck it, I fucked that up. <laughs> uh, you could do a lot worse than giving Now Versus Nostalgia a listen to our friend... Uh, John and James over there as they talk about all sorts of, uh, not just 80s, also some 90s movies. A lot of nostalgia movies for people in the same demographic. If you listen to this one, you'll like that one. And now we've done our, we've done the tri the trifecta trilogy of horror movies. The mm -hmm. holy trinity of <laughs> horror franchises, part threes right. of the trinity. So now we're moving on to our final, I know, I know you're, I, know, I heard you, I heard you sigh. I know you're sad that we only have one film left to do for Halloween Horror Month. 
but it's a humdinger of a good one because it's none other than the lovely, the talented Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. So we will see you next week. Same awesome pod time, same awesome pod <laughs> uh, Stitcher channel. Or iTunes. Our iTunes channel. Or straight store, from our website. Or there you go. <laughs> a variety of things to tie that into what I was going for. Any of which we'll do. We're happy with that. But until next time, everybody, I am Trey Harris. Jesse Sedgley. Cowabunga! this show and more on facebook.com slash awesome pods and follow us on twitter at awesome pods